The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. The angel Gabriel was sent from God to a town of Galilee called Nazareth to a virgin betrothed to a man named Joseph of the house of David. And the virgin's name was Mary. And coming to her, he said, Hail, full of grace, the Lord is with you. But she was greatly troubled at what he said and pondered what sort of greeting that might be. And then the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. Behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of David, his father. And he will rule over the house of Jacob forever. And of his kingdom, there will be no end. But Mary said to the angel, How can this be? since I have no relations with a man. And the angel said to her in reply, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be called Holy, the Son of God. And behold, Elizabeth, your relative, has also conceived a son in her old age. And this is the sixth month for her who is called barren. For nothing will be impossible for God. And Mary said, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. And then the angel departed from her. The Gospel of the Lord. We come today to celebrate a unique event even more to the point, a unique person. Someone who stands out above all other humans in her uniqueness. And yet someone to whom we have a very definite relationship. We are all unique. Her conception was unique. 
didn't have the emptiness that ours did. She already possessed the life of God. But she came for a reason. She was given to us for a reason. There was a hymn, the first verse of which put it very well, in some ways summed it up. Mary Immaculate, star of the morning, chosen before the creation began, chosen to bring by thy bridal adorning, woe to the serpent and rescue to man. And she would do that. We see that in today's gospel. The archangel appears to her, addresses her as what she is, hail full of grace. And then she's asked a question, effectively. We know the question. We hear it every year. Will you give to me, to God, a body in which to suffer and die for the redemption of humanity? That's the question. That's her reason for coming into the world. Remember, before all else, she was a disciple before she was mother. She was always the great disciple. She must answer that question. Strange, isn't it? St. Anselm put it very well. He said that God, who could bring all things into existence out of nothingness, remember, first of all, what had happened. We had destroyed his creation. Not destroyed it. We couldn't completely ruin it because it wasn't our creation, it was his. We damaged it severely. We had weakened it. We could do nothing to correct it. Only God could. He would come into our world and make it happen. So what St. Anselm said was, God, who could create all things out of nothing, would not remake his ruined creation without Mary. She was the essential element according to the structure of his providence. And we see that in her. We should see ourselves in her as well. How will she answer it? She answers it this here again. God chooses nothing to do something. We see that always in Scripture. He chooses an insignificant woman in an insignificant country, part of the Roman Empire, uh, to play the most important role in history, to bring the person of history into it. She must answer. Isn't that strange? And her answer, that changes the course of not only civilization, but the cosmos, the entire cosmos is changed by her answer. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. She's done it. She will now begin what only our Lord can do. Only our Lord can redeem us. And she was the one who, in her answer, will make it possible for him to come into the world. So we know him then too, don't we? 
Since he comes to us in his body and blood and his flesh, we become Christ-bearers as she was. So the Eucharist does to us, transforms us as well. We become then his great disciples as she was the disciple. She teaches us what discipleship means. She's always doing that to us. She never points to herself, always to him. And we follow her only insofar as she teaches us how to be that disciple. Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. And the word takes flesh in her womb. As I said, it does in us when we receive the Eucharist. So you might conclude also with what St. Anselm said, something else. Uh, He said, without God's Son, nothing could exist. Without Mary's Son, nothing could be redeemed. Let us pray. Almighty Father, we come before you rejoicing in the Immaculate Conception of the Blessed Mother and trusting in your love and mercy. For the Church throughout the world, her members will always be visible signs of the grace that dwells in them. They will have the discipleship of the Blessed Mother, especially the Church suffering. We pray to the Lord. For all nations of the world, especially our own, dedicated to the Blessed Mother under the title of the Immaculate Conception. But our lives will be such that we are always willing to accept the will of God as it comes to us and becomes known. We pray to the Lord. Lord, For all those who are sick and suffering and dying, they may know that they serve God in their suffering. They may trust in the consolation of the Blessed Mother as their mother. For those who are greatly tempted, for those who have lost the faith, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For a greater respect for human life, especially in the womb, we pray to the Lord. Lord, For an increase in vocations to priesthood and the consecrated life, those young men and women will be visible signs of the Incarnation, who will bear Christ in them as the Blessed Mother did. For greater reverence for the integrity of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. Lord for our bishop, priests, deacons, and seminarians, and for the American hierarchy, for becoming holy themselves through the incarnation and bearing the Lord, that they may transform the world in which they live. For a greater reverence for the integrity of marriage and the single life, we pray to the Lord. For the souls of all the faithful departed, especially our relatives, friends, and benefactors, for all who have died in the battlefield, all victims of violence, terrorism, and natural disaster, eternal rest grant unto them, O Lord. May they rest in peace. May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed. And for all of us here, that our lives will reflect that of the Blessed Mother, that we may know her as Mother, know her kindness. We pray to the Lord. Lord, We now join our prayer to those of the Mother of God as we sing. Lord, 